Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. Um, it's been a, a, a cra- an amazing year, crazy situations of life. Um, showing mad love to the great DMX and to people who I don't know about, people who have died in the hood, hospitals, and COVID, to your loved ones, to everybody who um, has someone sick or ill. Um, this is one of the shows today where... Um, you know, I know lovely people and, and, and people who are special in my heart. People come close to me. And, you know, when you're talking and talk about various things throughout the world, um, today we're talking about um, health, how people have to take care of themselves. And the situation with DMX, the situation with a lot of people with their health, people die from COVID, people who have high blood pressure, diabetes, um, it starts young everybody you have to start taking care of yourself at a young age you got to start teaching your children to take care of themselves at a young age what they eat what they put in their bodies um their mindset everything so when they get older their um the immune system their mindset is trained to fight off um, bad diseases, their mindset is strong enough to fight off bullshit, um, negativity from other people. And I'm talking to this young lady, and I noticed over the last 10, 15 years, a lot of women are getting hysterectomies. I don't know if it's because their ass is getting old. I don't know if it's because they were fucking at a young age, and this is the results of that. I don't know. But I was talking to this beautiful sister, and we was talking about it, and we were talking about thyroids. And, and fellas, when you're here, when we say thyroids, and she shares the information with you, sometimes it can send chills down your back that you don't know in your head. They look like some, uh, in my head, it looked like the, um, the those little um uh, things that they show you with COVID. I start thinking that's what thyroids look like in my head. And that can uh, make you uncomfortable. And I have the sister on the phone and we was talking about um, thyroids, hysterectomies. And I want to dedicate this episode to the women of the world who listen to the show, how you had to get your checkups, be thorough. And I'm like, how you doing, young lady? I am well. How are you this morning? I'm I'm doing good. And I know you said you was in a little pain. I could hear it in your voice a little bit too. So you was explaining to me about um, women with thyroids and how it's a myth with all that. Can you explain to the, um, everybody what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, first and foremost, we were... We've been having ongoing conversation because, as you know, I'm having some health issues. Right. Um, and I think it may be a little helpful to give a little bit of the background of how we even got on this topic um, okay. this morning because um, I don't think that I am the only, matter of fact, I know I'm not the only one. There's a lot of women that go through this. So yeah. I am in my mid to late 40s. Mm-hmm. Oh, you that? I didn't know you were that old. I thought you was younger. <laughs> That's because I eat well and exercise. <laughs> 
Oh, but I am in my mid to late 40s, and I had noticed uh, probably over the last maybe three to four months a change in my cycle. And by okay. that, I mean, and not to be too dra- graphic, but the flow would be heavier at times, whereas at this point, I've been having cycles for well over 20 years, so I know what my cycle is supposed to be like, so I noticed a change. Um, okay. Then it's time for my annual, which I think is important for people to always get all of their annual checkups. And when I say annual, I don't mean my physical, I mean my pap. So I went for my pap smear. And not too long after that, I had a very, very irregular cycle. That consisted of heavy bleeding for over a month. Um, Women will understand this, heavy clotting um, Mm -hmm. to the point where I couldn't get up and walk from one side of my home to the other. Not again, not trying to be graphic, without blood literally running down my legs. Something was wrong. And so I'm calling mm-hmm. the doctor and I'm telling her something is not right. Something is not right. And so she gives me, I believe, what probably is a typical response. Oh, well, you're getting to that age. You're probably getting ready to go into menopause. And so your body is doing something different. I can accept that, but I can't accept symptoms that appear alarming to me. That seems excessive. And it wasn't okay that that's what I was going to have to deal with. So mm-hmm. kept calling back. And um, it's also important to note that I have personally have a history of uterine cancer in my family. So my grandmother, she had uterine cancer um, post-menopause, um, which means after she had stopped having periods for her lifetime, she started to bleed again. Well, she never said anything until it got to be too late. So Mm -hmm. her cancer, her uterine cancer wound up um, turning into um, lung cancer and I lost my grandmother. Um, So then fast forward, um, about 10 years later, my mother, post-menopause, had uterine cancer. She caught hers early. Um, Now, my grandmother, the, the devastating thing in addition to losing my grandmother is that my grandmother was in the medical profession as well as my mother. Excuse me. So when my mother, as soon as she saw that symptom, she was on it. So my mom had surgery. She didn't have to have any radiation, any chemo. She's been cancer-free for well over 10 years. However, that lets me know that this runs in my family. So this is why mm-hmm. these symptoms were even more alarming, you know, for me. And in my opinion, you know how young ladies' bodies are developing faster, um, a lot of diseases you hear in the news that would typically hit people later in life are now hitting us earlier in life. I believe all of that is due to chemicals, water, food, like, you know, the process, like everything is happens earlier. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'm susceptible to possibly if that is what my baby is getting it earlier. So I told my mm-hmm. doctor, we need to do something. So I think it's important to pressure your doctors to okay. listen to you even when they don't want to. Right. Um, so she gave me, so I went for a, a blood test. It's called a CBC test. And what a CBC test does is it can check, uh, it does check um, different parts of uh, your blood for different, excuse me, for different levels. In particular, <laughs> excuse me, looking <laughs> at your red and or white blood cells, because that can show uh, cancer. Most people don't know mm-hmm. that. Um, so that did come back to be um, regular, which was, which was a good thing. But then the other part was an ultrasound. So she ordered that as well. So I went for right. So there's a couple of different types of ultrasounds. You can have 
Um, and I don't know the technical term, but there's one where it's just you're outside on your stomach. And you typically think of that like when someone is pregnant and they just run the, 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 I don't know, the mechanism over your belly and they see the okay. baby. So you mm-hmm. have that kind, but there's also one called uh, intravaginal where they put a scope or a probe literally inside of you. And then they can see pictures better of your um, ovaries and your um, uterus. So it just takes a better picture. So she actually did both. Right. So came back um, that um, I have, so I never had fibroids before um, mm-hmm. in my life. And so I remember them asking, do you think you have them? I'm like, no, you know, because I never had them before. So I really wasn't thinking that that was it. Well, the results came back that I um, have some large fibroids that are encroaching on my uterus okay so, so she said that explains why I was having this bleeding and I told her I said you want thank you because my body was telling my mind that something was wrong so it's good to know you know I'm not going crazy so okay right right yeah now here's the next step <clears throat> excuse me next step is to have um a DNC and so okay. um a DNC and I've been I've heard of people having them um before um i'm gonna be honest <laughs> there's been people who have had late-term abortions um i know someone who had a miscarriage so um and my mom said she had one you know when she was going through her process with uterine cancer so um mm-hmm. reading up on it because again i've not been through it but here's this going to be a procedure um where they're they do have to numb you or knock you out and it has to do with like scraping the lining of your uterus. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that how that goes. Right. But you and I got on the topic because we were talking and I'm telling you, you know, I do have um I'm pretty fit physically, but I had noticed mm-hmm. uh, just the swelling and you know, the pooch, the pouch right, area. You could yeah. say stomach. You could say stomach. I call it a little pooch, but in my right, yeah. lower abdominal area. How about that? Right. So, yeah, you got it like that. And it had been bothering me and um, I have been trying to exercise it away. Well, now I realize it's not that it is um, the fibroids. And so um, I also have a friend um, who passed away from Mm -hmm. cancer and she had fibroids and they had grown to the point where she looked like, you know, she was pregnant and she knew she had it and she didn't elect to do anything about it. And then it turned into a situation where unfortunately, Oh wait, now she moved her her stomach. Her stomach was making her look like she was pregnant. Yes. But she never went to the doctor to get a check? So she knew what it was. Um, i tell you what. I'm, I'm equated to what a lot of women see a lot of times in men, where you don't want to have certain tests done or certain procedures because you really don't want to know the answer. Mm. I equate it to that. Um, and just because you may be afraid to find out what the answer is doesn't mean that the problem doesn't persist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this went on for decades with her. And unfortunately, um, she lost her battle to cancer um, last year. But she, I say that to say some women can have fibroids to the point where they look like they are pregnant. Wow. They look like they just have that lower pouch. Um, everything else looks fine. And they have that, but it could be fibroids because they do bloat you. Um, they inflate your stomach. Right. And so um, that's uh, 
something from a physical aspect. I'm like, God, so now all, I'm connecting all of the um, the dots. And so, mm-hmm. again, my next, um, I'm a little concerned um, because, again, of the history, but also because my doctor didn't follow right up. I think to me, this is a sense of urgency, and maybe to her it's not. So now the mm-hmm. next battle is reaching out to her tomorrow to say, hey, I thought we were making an appointment. Um, let's go, you know, because I need mm-hmm. to know. Um, I think the words I've used are, you know, nervously um, optimistic because, again, you never know. Um, you know, you always want to be prepared uh, for the worst. But one thing that I do have a lot of um, faith in um, beyond from a spiritual sense is just a, something that you and I talk about all the time and you just mentioned eating right working out, making sure your body is prepared just in case, you know, mm-hmm. something like this happens. Um, mm-hmm. And going to the doctor on a regular, because a lot of people don't do that. Um, and I know you and I joke about people who want to look physically fit on the outside, but they don't take care of their inside. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And you'll say it and then have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's concerned with the physical, but the inside matters too, so. Right, right. Um, and I am not the only one. I know a lot of women who have gone through um, hysterectomies, and there is a lot of um, the other people we're talking about is the um, the conversation Black women in particular have. Now, again, while this has not happened to me, it has happened to countless other women. And um, you know, I like to read, and so I have read up on this. Where now we're talking, we're not talking people in my age group because at this point in my life. I'm done. I'm not trying to have any children. So if that is what happens to me, I am okay. However, you have that young lady who is in her 20s and she's having similar symptoms. And if the response is to have a hysterectomy versus offering other um, ways to um, address the issue, if we're talking progress, hysterectomy is, I think, the most radical thing to do. Um, It's not the only solution that you have okay. um, again, for me I'm open to it only because of the, the cancer the history right. of cancer so I'm like just take it all out I'm good <laughs> right 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 um, man it's, it, just, it's, just, it's just sad how life it's the same about life but as I've gotten older it's about all your choices has consequences Mm-hmm. Everything you do, what you eat, what you drink, what do you put in your body, people you hang around, mm-hmm. where you live, your environment. It's just all these things are so important. And I know we talk about we talk about female health a lot. We don't talk about mm-hmm. men's health a lot. I'm going to do an episode on that one day. But what you're talking about is a high priority. And I got a funny feeling that the numbers on this is huge and people don't talk about it. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And I, I, I had a girlfriend, um, gosh, daughter 16, so it had to have been uh, almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes... Uh, it can manifest itself with pain during sex. Um, and impact the woman that way. Um, and so, so, meaning, 
because the fibroids are is they are um, not essentially non cancerous growths that are on your uterus when you are having sex. Um, it could it could hit them. So I tell you what, like when I was having my um, my ultrasound and they did the probe thing, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't just when she inserted it, but in certain areas where she had to apply pressure because I distinctly remember her saying, "I'm so sorry." She's like, "I'm really trying to get a capture a picture of." your ovary and in my leftover in particular, but she had to put a lot of pressure and it hurt. So I can imagine if it was one of these young ladies who um, just, it was very uncomfortable, but you hear that too, where women will say, I want to have sex, but it's uncomfortable. Um, And the fibroids could be the cause of that. Um, And so if you think from that standpoint, in a relationship um, or if it's somebody that you like, and sex is uncomfortable, and if it's not that, then you're really concerned about your bleeding. Like, just mentally, you know, mm-hmm. you may not feel, you know, right. And then if you go sit down in front of a medical professional and they say, oh, we can make all of these issues go away if you just have a hysterectomy, you may be more inclined to say, oh, then it could get better. But that, to me, you're giving up something. Because, again, if you're in those childbearing years, that shouldn't be something that, is thrown out at you again. Right, right. There's a procedure that they can do. Um, and again, I don't recall the name of it because I've just really started doing more research on this, where they can cut off the blood flow to the fibroids and they can shrink. So then, therefore, they're gone. And you still kept, you know, everything intact. So there are other options. But um, for some reason, Black women in particular are given an option um, or throw, hysterectomy thrown out there as an option for them, I think, at a time in their lives when it shouldn't be. That shouldn't be the first. Right, right. I totally agree. And I just think the doctors today, I thought everybody has to do their research because I don't think doctors are as smart as people think they are. Uh-huh. And when you really look at it now, and, and, and COVID it really exposed doctors. Let me show you what I mean. Okay. When you go to the doctor, you tell the doctor, What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. The doctor sit there and listens to you. They don't really go deep inside. That's how they say they run tests and all that. And that's why I want people to start um, Google Life Screening. L I F E S B R E E N I N G. Life Screening. I get this done once a year. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a, 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 a procedure that this company goes around the world. They come to your town. It's a lot of them everywhere. It's not one company. they got different teams everywhere. And you go in, they put these machines on your ankle. They take your blood. They go, they do ultrasound in your, in your artery on your neck to see to prevent strokes. They look for aneurysms. So a lot of people don't know what aneurysms. They always think it's in your head. But you can get an aneurysm in your stomach. That's how Tommy from Martin died. And mm. a lot of people don't know that. So they have, I, I, get, I get it done all the time, along with my regular tests, you know. Just like you want to get your, your colon, your prostate, um, these types of things. And um, we're going we're gonna to dedicate a lot of this stuff to health over the next few weeks is because I think in all the years, I've done this podcast. I don't think I've did an episode on health. Ah. I talked ah. about relationships. I talked about taxes. I talked about how getting money. 
but I don't think I did one on health. And that's what I tell people. I sit back, I watch people who are in my life. I watch people. And people, there's a lot of people, when you are God's angel, you know your um, purpose on earth. I know my purpose on earth is to help people. And I always tell people that if God gave you the idea, he'll give you the team and he'll give you the clients uh-huh. to make you win. And when I think of you and I think of people and how everybody is um, coming into people's lives strategically, because I see the world different than most people see the world. And I have to have the power and the strength to um, not expose it because sometimes it can alter the decision and the direction of how some things are going. So when I was sitting here and we talked about this health and now I'm hearing all these procedures that women, and, and, and see, and here's the myth. We always think women do get checkups. <laughs> I swear to God, at least I did. <laughs> I, I, I thought women got their checkups. I, just, so I, you know? I didn't say that. I, so I'll be honest with you. Uh, the, the, the myth is yes, and that most men don't and more women do. So I didn't say that. This is more. No, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm assuming. I I thought that women, all women, to be honest with you, got their checkup. They did not play. But now mm-hmm. that I'm going deeper to my subconscious, <laughs> I'm thinking about how women can have an STD, have a urinary tract infection, all these little things, and won't take the time to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, not so much urinary tract, but I know the bacteria infection, there's a lot of mess around that one. That's a for a whole other show though. But, okay, no, 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 what's the myth on it? I like uh, to, you know, we talk about everything. So, so the the bacteria infection, um sometimes it could be because um you have one partner. It could be because you have multiple partners, but at the end of the day, um, knowing how to balance out the pH in your vagina is key to that. Um, mm-hmm. because it is a very sensitive, um, it is a very sensitive area. I know girlfriends who are in long-term monogamous relationships and they're like, well, why don't I keep getting a bacteria infection? They start looking at your man, like, who you sleeping with and, mm-hmm. you know, who you bringing home. And they even will try to wear a condom and it would still happen, but not knowing and understanding um, how to balance out the pH. I mean, there's probiotics that a woman can take that will help balance that out. So that issue would never even occur. Um, okay. Over the counter stuff too. Um, right. It's very important to, to balance out, um, you know, that, that pH, cause it is a very, um, sensitive area, but that is just so funny. I've seen relationships, you know, break up because of that, because women don't really, you know, no, now let me be clear. I'm not saying that basically if your bitch ain't shit or your nigga ain't shit, you know, <laughs> I'm fucked all that shit. I, I love it. I love the scientific approach you take it. So you know, your nigga ain't shit. Right. You got a um, motherfucker back sick infection. <laughs> if you, yeah, the guys, if you know your bitch ain't shit and she got something, you already know what it is. And yeah. side note real quick for the people, since this uh-huh. is allergy season, 
ladies, when you take a decongestion pill to help you with your algae, I want you to know that it dries up uh, your vagina. Uh-huh. Just FYI. It does something to your vagina. It dries. It's not it's moist. It's not juicing that for the, all you women whose shit is already dry already. You might see flakes. So when you cough, and you turn around, and you see like a trail of smoke behind you, like gas or something. Bitch, that's because your pussy was already dry, and now it's drier. And I don't know what to tell you, but just oh, get the allergy medicine, and then after a few days, stop, and then hopefully your natural juices will come back to the proper pH levels. I'm just talking like this. Thank you for that public service. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm making her laugh. I'm making your laugh too, but I'm really telling you, if you take a decongestant, it will dry your, your vagina. No, it should. Your mouth too. Seriously, it just dries you out in general. So you have to really, really stay on top of your um, your water. Um, but I want to backtrack more than a few steps to something you said about going to the doctor and listening to them. Um because that's one thing that you and I talked about that I saw in my on my personal story. Again, I don't think that it was no ill intention, but her immediate response was, you're getting ready to go through menopause. And I had to, to push her. So I say that to say, don't be afraid to challenge your doctor. And even when I got my, um, forget what you call it, the referral, whatever, to take to get the ultrasound, one mm-hmm. of the questions on there was, is, does this patient have a history of cancer? And she had no. I said, use a lie. So when I went into the tech, first when I checked in, I told them, I said, okay, well, tell the tech. So I told the tech, and I made her write it down on there. Read the paperwork that they give you um, so that this person knows. Maybe it's something additional I need to look for. Um mm-hmm. So that's enough. Just read. And, and again, if your mind is telling you something, don't let a doctor, just because they have a degree, doesn't mean that they're still not going to make an assessment based on what they seem more of versus what they seem less of. And right. that's the difference between a dire health situation and or, you know, simple procedure situation. Mm-hmm. You never know. So right, you never know. Yeah, I just want to point that out. They, they are, you know, they're doctors, they have degrees, but that doesn't mean that everything that comes out of their mouth is yeah. definitely. That's so true. That's why you got to see more than one doctor and take care of yourself from the beginning. Yeah, you, you know, we, talk about, we talk about exercise, we talk about supplements, and I know we talked about this a lot with, like you said, with COVID. Um <clears throat> having your body prepared and um really i i've always been conscious of uh, i always like to exercise and have an issue with that but being more conscious of what i put in my body mm-hmm. my mother was diagnosed with the uterine cancer and i realized that it was something possibly you know hereditary so my mindset was to always have my body ready and prepared to fight in the event this would happen and so I've always, I eat my vegetables, I drink my water, I eat lean, um, I eat some red meat. Um, I definitely don't starve myself, but now even later in life, I watch my carb intake, my sugar intake. Like, I can't indulge um, in everything that I used to, or if I do do something, it's in moderation. 
Um, but I noticed the other day I went out <laughs> and I see these young ladies sitting around the bar and they have these humongous plates with pork chops and with mashed potatoes on the side mm-hmm. and gravy <laughs> and butter and they don't even eat the salad and it's like wow it's like some point you gotta you know and they not taking a carry out you gotta be careful what you put in your body it's so true and I just don't think we're taught right as children how to eat I mean, we everybody, like you said, you go around, you go out to restaurants and everything, people are just throwing down like it's the end of the world. They are. And then they get older, they can't walk. I mean, they don't even pick their feet up no more, they slide. <laughs> you know, it's getting so bad that people ain't pick up their feet no more. They they, they truly slide. I don't think they slide their feet. No, that does. That's bothers. That's lazy. Yeah, that's lazy. Yeah, you ain't even picking up your feet to walk. Yeah. This is uh-huh. insane. Um, there's a lot on the outward, again, the outward appearance versus, you know, really making sure that you're healthy um, on the inside. Um, and <clears throat> I see it too a lot in the shape, the makeup of women. Um, you know, we've talked about this as well. We know that in my opinion, you know, social media has really altered um, how good people feel about themselves physically. And so now mm-hmm. everybody wants to look like a certain type and a certain shape. But what's crazy to me about it is the women who are in their 20s that are doing this. Like, this is your time in your life where your metabolism is revving. You know, mm-hmm. like, I do it sometimes. You just genetically may have something that didn't develop, but you also, they're just bypassing. Let me step away from the table a little bit more. Let me try to exercise. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me try to do something and go to the doctor to alter their body in their twenties. Gotta go, doctor. But here's something that's so important that has to be said. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of you people financially cannot afford to go to the doctor, so you have to look for uh, policies. You have to look for um, things that can help financially to get you to the doctor because a lot of people can't afford it. You know, a lot of people can't, a lot of people don't have the, the, um, the money uh-huh. to go to a doctor or even walk up into an urgent care, right? Uh-huh. To get checked out so they live with it. So please, if you have issues, take the time to do your research and find out do they have something that can cover you and protect you so that you can truly go get the uh, necessary help that's important to save your life. Yep, no, you're right. That's where the Obamacare piece came into play, right? So, uh, you know, insurance for for all. I've not had to sign up, you know, for it, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, it's it's purpose is for what you just said, so that everybody can have that insurance, because even if you have insurance through your um, employer, you know, like I do, it's only for, it typically covers at 100% those things, like your annual exam. They call it like the preventative thing. So anything you have to do outside of the preventative, mm-hmm. depending on your plan, you will have to pay for it. So I had to pay for the ultrasound because that's not 
part of my regular. Right. But what I'm really saying now, what I'm what I'm really talking about is there's a lot of people who don't have a job. Exactly. That's what Obamacare comes in. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, right. that was, so a, that was okay. the whole yeah, that was the whole purpose for him going after the Affordable Care Act because there's a lot of people in this country who do not have medical insurance. So he wanted to provide medical intent to provide medical insurance to all. Okay, awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's what that yeah, is. Yeah, I don't, see, that's what happens when you start thinking you're rich and, you, and you're out of touch. <laughs> you know, you're not even, I'm not even right. thinking about that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. shit, okay, yeah. cool, so, all right. Right, so if you think about when number 45 was in office and he was talking about repel and replace, and then you started to hear a lot of people say, whoa, 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 wait a minute now, because, you know, my family member, you know, is on insulin or my family, like, we depend on this. My family mm-hmm. has some type of, that's why, because the intent of it is, again, for every person and there shouldn't be any reason in America why you don't have access to health insurance. Right. That's when you see all these other countries taking Correct. care of their people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's the, that's the purpose of it. So, yes, it is it's available and Again, I've not had to sign up. I've known people who have, and some have said, um, you know, it may have been a bit of a headache um, to do, but I haven't heard anyone say that it didn't provide, you know, the intended services. So, yes, that is available. So it really should not be a reason um, why anyone does not. Okay. Totally understand. Now, yeah. ladies, and we talk, ladies, and we talk about health. And one thing, I work so much, and I have over – 30 shows this month. So my health right now, I'm getting, I'm getting another physical in the next two weeks, but I have a thing when I talk too much, my throat starts to get sore, like having a cold. So what I do is I learn to shut the fuck up, basically. So I would love to continue the show a lot longer, but I think we have a lot of inf- valuable information and I want to get a few things out to the universe on the show before I forget and get really tired. So now, um, Tuesday, this week, you're going to catch me in the Bronx, New York, at Salsa Confuego, ladies and gentlemen. And I think I pronounced it right for the first time in my damn life. Um, just hit the link in my bio, get your tickets, and then um, April 15th through the 18th. Catch me in Raleigh Dawn at uh, um, Comedy Good Nights. Also, hit the link in my bio at TK underscore Kirkland. Um, get your tickets. It's going to be obtained for some now all around the country. And I really want to thank the young movement that I've ever seen. There's been a lot of young people coming to my show. They're really appreciating the knowledge and the gems that I am offering um, to this country. Um, this episode right here is very special to me because it deals with health. It deals with people taking care of themselves. And that's important. Everybody, after you listen to this episode, try to go get your physical, try to take care of your health, try to um, want to live another day if you can because there's only one time around here and you have to CYA, as my aunt used to always say, cover your ass and do your thing. I want to thank you, young lady, for sharing your knowledge 
and your experience with me on the TK Kirkland show to the fans in Australia, Japan, the Asian community, um, people in Compton, Jersey City, New Jersey, Open California, Baltimore, um, um, Liberty City in Florida, Houston, Texas, Seventh Ward, everybody. Um, I wish you guys the best. Live your life to the fullest. Again, let's show mad love to my man, um, Black Rob, who I hear that's doing uh, ill. Um, um, Biz Marquis, God bless him to all the people who are going through something these critical times. And again, to one of the greatest, and I mean it, and I've told it everybody in the 90s, one of the best rappers of that generation, a great DMX, but God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. This is TK Circus Show. Thank you to young lady. And to everybody, may your pain be champagne. T to the motherfucking K. Go. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.